everybody. Thanks for checking out this week's episode of My First Sketch at MyFirstSketch.com. I'm Josh Hyam. As always, feel free to subscribe to the show on iTunes or on SoundCloud and get it automatically. You can catch the show on the Stitcher app as well. Like the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MyFirstSketch. Email me at Josh at MyFirstSketch.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at MyFirstSketch. Happy New Year, everybody. My one big hope for the year is that we can all work together to make it 2018 a good year filled with a lot of learning and a lot of laughter, no matter what else is going on in the world. Today's episode isn't the normal format. Uh, with Philly Improv Theater starting their new term of classes, good, good comedies on right behind them, maybe a New Year's resolutions of some kind of comedy theme, I've dug into the archives and pulled some of the best pieces of advice that my guests have had. So here is volume one of the advice episode. Now, just a heads up. Some of these clips might seem to contradict each other, but I think they're all helpful, at least in one way or another. You might resonate with one idol, and someone else might resonate with another. I just hope that if you're new to pursuing comedy, you find something useful. Or if you've been doing this a while, maybe something encourages you to try a different approach. So let's get to it. Don Montre from Comedy Sports Philly talks about the importance of what happened before you going through classes and learning the history of comedy. Here from episode 29. I would say if you're a young sketch person, and I think you're a sketch person, you should definitely start out by writing some stuff. I think definitely. Even if you're not going to be a writer, you just want to be a performer, you should still kind of understand how it works. Mm -hmm. I would say... Take classes, take those classes seriously, see shows, mm -hmm. watch videos, um, do your research on the history of sketch comedy in, in America, in the world. Um, you start to see rhythms and patterns. You see where people break out of those rhythms and patterns. Mm -hmm. um, it's very good to learn the rules so that you can then figure out how to break them. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the most important thing is you just have to keep doing it. That is the, that is the, 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 the key. That's the key to stand-up. That's the key to improv. That is the key to any kind of performing thing that you're going to do is you just have to do it. You have to keep doing it. You have to take it seriously and uh, stick to it. Stick to it and keep doing it. Keep writing. And eventually you will get to a point where it all clicks. Mm. And you'll be able to, you know, put out, write a sketch, understand how it works, know where the beats are, where's the turn. You know, you'll just start to know once you, you get there. Peter Rambo from American Breakfast makes a great point about clarity from episode 36. I mean, this is something that applies to comedy, but uh, as, so I worked in, as I said, I worked in newspapers for about four years and as a copy editor. And the, it's, I think it's true of almost all, all writing is that clarity is the most important thing. Yeah. And like so many people put more stuff into a sketch or any, anything they write that is, unimportant yeah. or irrelevant that just muddles the premise yeah and so 
the clearer you can be about what you're writing about, uh, the better. Yeah. And that includes like when you pitch something and you, the first time you pitch something, you're probably going to talk about it a lot longer than you think you're going to talk about it. And if after you do that, you re-clarify it into a, like a sentence long premise, mm-hmm. if you can get to that point, you can start writing the sketch. Yeah. But if, if you're, if you're still rambling, you probably need to figure yeah, out Because you need you to know the, the heart of the sketch. You need to know like exactly why it's funny. Like you yeah. can't stand be like, so there's this guy in the castle. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, Sean likes to say, that's, <laughs> that's not a premise. That's a location. Albert <laughs> <laughs> Williams from goat rodeo and Manny Petty reminds us about editing and the old adage, kill your dollings from episode 24. I'm sure it's nothing new, but uh, kill your darlings. Um, like, be be okay with. Don't get too precious with yeah. things. Be okay with, because that's that's how you grow. Uh, and like, it's always good. Like in Manny Petty, Madonna was always like Aubrey. Like, because I, at first, wasn't as like. I'm like, oh, I love this joke. <laughs> and like Aubrey, you gotta. And so, like, I I get better and better at it. Um, but it is like whatever makes your sketch the strongest. If it means cutting out a part you love, take that part out, use it in something different. Yeah, um, that's that's something that I had to learn was that like you can cut something from a sketch and reuse it and some re- other point. You can, like, yeah, it's like using doesn't mean the it whole has to buffalo. go away it's forever. Just, yeah, it's like you know, um, use the whole buffalo and just keep regurgitating <laughs> because I mean you can you can dissect anything and turn it into mm-hmm. forty different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, try. <laughs> Alyssa Truskowski from Cups and a Half and Fezziwig shares what she's learned about finding the right vehicle for your idea and then punching in the right direction from episode 42. I went to this conference and they said something that was like really poignant and I apply it to comedy is that it was a writing conference. It mm-hmm. was um, you have to decide what the best vehicle for your idea is. So like if something is not a screw like if you have an idea and it's a novel, it needs to be a novel. It can't be a screenplay. It can't right. be this. So I kind of think of the same way. There are things where um, you kind of know or you feel it out or like this is a great idea, but not. Um, I talk a lot about myself in stand up. So that's another thing is it's my specific point of view. Whereas if I want to play in a world um, that create, works yeah, for a, sketch, a different yeah. character, yeah. vice versa. Joe Moore said this thing to me. I did a a writing workshop at fit with rich Tallarico that like one that he had people. So there were a bunch of awesome people. It was cool to share a table with so many people who are, you know, sketch veterans. Mm -hmm. Um, but Joe Moore, I was talking through a premise I was trying to like figure out. And Joe Moore said, he's like, I think you're punching in the wrong direction. Okay. And I was like, Holy shit. Like that's exactly what I'm doing. Like I'm definitely punching in the wrong direction. That's why this isn't funny. Like, um, and it wasn't like I was punching down on like, in a way that was like on a person or a personality type or a demographic or a group that was like, Oh, like this is really in poor taste. It was Mm -hmm. just that, um, it was like a sketch about, it was a premise about, Oh, I don't even remember now. Like a doctor giving a lecture to a patient or something like that. It was because she had these strong opinions and he's like, I think you're punching in the wrong direction. I think that this person needs to be, of this, you need to switch the statuses or whatever. Right. And I was like, oh. So now when I do a sketch and I feel like it's not working or if I'm not sure if it's working, I'll try to like switch things around and see if it has a different angle that works. Matt Allcamp from Dungeon Pals and Hey, We're Cool 
tells us just just do whatever from episode 53 dumb but just just do whatever just do whatever pops into your head just constantly and some of it's going to be really bad <laughs> um like a parody of the twilight zone about being gay and some of it is and, 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 and some of it's going to be completely insane and you're going to be embarrassed about it either because you put yourself in a strange position that you wouldn't have otherwise if not to be laughed at. And some of it, like the little Lord Fauntleroy thing, <laughs> um, and, so, uh, but, and some of it will just be just straight up bad. Like no one will laugh and it won't be fun. But like you can just do whatever. You can find your own stages. You can book your own time and any weird idea you have you should just put on stage that's it that's just that, that's my only advice is just do do whatever do whatever julia hudson from barbara bush speaks to us about knowing why you wrote a piece in episode 27 my piece of wisdom would be to know why you wrote the sketch like why why did you sit down and write this like just know what that is because people will question like and when I say like people will uh in trying to edit and like figure out how to make the sketch better they'll question you about it yeah. and sometimes I've been like I don't know I was drunk like I just wrote, right. like this was really funny at 2 a.m um and that's not a good answer because you know uh, everything is drunk everything's funny when you're drunk exactly so. exactly so but like knowing why you wrote this sketch because sometimes you get feedback and people don't understand your sketch at all Mm -hmm. or what they think is funny about the sketch is not at all why you wrote the sketch in the first place so hearing what those other um how other people might have interpreted it or not um is just a way for you to figure out how you can streamline it into what you wanted it to be right matt schmidt from the incredible shrinking matt and jackie from episode 31 wants us to celebrate weirdness like I'm, I'm weird, and I'm really weird and sensitive, and mm-hmm. uh, and I am afraid of that judgment. You know, like I'm afraid yeah. of like people thinking those things about me. Right. And uh, and but but I I like I love weirdos. Like I I love weird things, and I love people with like weird ideas. If mm-hmm. I don't agree with them, um, I love kooks. I love you know, like <laughs> I, I just like I love just like weirdos, and I I love like celebrating weirdness, and I like celebrating my own weirdness, and um, and so I think like you know, uh, I think that that's something that a lot of people have, but I feel like the thing I feel like comedy is always presented as this like what's the deal with this thing, yeah, and kind of like and you know attacking, uh. It's it, yeah. It's sort of it's sort of like about punching. What, yeah. what direction are you punching? Right. You know what I mean. And like, and I I just I don't really f- feel like that's particularly useful for me as okay. a writer. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think it's I think it's more about understanding instead of um, uh, attacking. You know where um, you, like so you're you don't want to like punch up or punch down. You want to maybe like celebrate. Yeah, celebrate that difference. Yeah, is. yeah. And I. Okay. I uh, um, you know, and I think there, you know, uh, I think you can always make a case for punching, especially, especially <laughs> up, you know, like, but, but, um, I mean, that's, that's, uh, a, a, a matter of taste, but I, but I also think that like, yeah, I mean, I guess to that point, like, I, I, I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want to like celebrate weirdness, okay. I guess, and celebrate absurdity, you know, um, more so than, uh, attack people for being weird. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Greg Gethert from episode 26 talks about the value of other activities and having non-comedian friends. A big a big thing is is seriously when you if you do sketch comedy stand up um 
those are the two ones I know. So improv's a different animal because that's a team yeah. sport. But if you do sketch comedy or stand up, and if you with stand up, when you're performing at an open mic, you're just performing in front of other comics. Yeah. And what they find funny is not what is funny. Right. Right. Here's the big one. Here is the big one. If you want to be a st- if you want to be in comedy, even improv, make sure you keep and have a huge group of non-comedy friends. Hmm. More than anything else. Because A, this stuff is stressful and you're going to like just getting ducking away from comedy people. Like I have my real friends, you yeah. know. Like I mean I don't mean that, you know, like right. I have friends from college. I've, you know, all these people who I've been close with for since grade school, yeah. you know, and then they, and then they're, they're so funny. They are so funny and they are an audience. They are people who go to shows. They yeah. are people who make shows. So then when you perform in front of other comics, like you're, you're not getting a good judge of what's funny and right. everything, you know, like, and then there's just like this comedy bubble comes up. Mm-hmm. And if that's like your life, all your references and everything you're filtering is like comedy, 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 yeah. right? And that's not necessarily like comedy is about the real world, right? Right? Comedy's not about comedy. Like anytime, a, like most standups, when they say like I was doing the show or a funny thing about doing comedy, I'm like this sucks. Like this is terrible. <laughs> like I want to hear something. Like literally would hear anything else. Like. Right. You know, so, you know, like it becomes too inside baseball. Mm-hmm. Right. So make it connect yourself as in many ways as possible to the real world, you know? Sure. You know, or maybe like think like the let, like, right, like this one sketch class I want to take, maybe take a woodworking class because <laughs> you might like, you, like you might meet some weirdos at a woodworking class who That's- are going to be a character better than what you would come up with in your sketch class. Huh. I like that. You know, and, you know, go and, you know, like, hey, like not being on this Tuesday night show at whatever theater in front of four people, go to the Phillies game instead. Right. You can say no to being on every show, you know, say yeah. say no and go to the Phillies game and that and connect with the, your greater world at large. So have a life outside of comedy. Have a life outside of comedy is the biggest thing. You will be so much better at comedy for it. And finally, last March, one of my co-producers, Kurt Reedy, and I went to New York City to spend an afternoon with Kevin Allison of The State and of The Risk Podcast. Here's what he had to say for episode 46. What I would say is do as much of it as you can and and be putting as much of it out in front of people somehow as you can. You know, like the thing that hurt me the most was perfectionism, was being like, oh, I can't. I can't put this out in front of people. Um, I'm the same way. Yeah, like like going to open mics or putting out YouTubes or podcasts or, you know, I don't know, even showing up for, you know, workshops or writers groups or whatever in order to just like be vomiting stuff out sure. in front of people is pretty key. You know, learning to let go of the whole idea that what you what you're putting out there in front of people has to be perfect, you know, like I can understand totally if someone like um, 
you know, uh, someone who's well known, who has, uh, who's working on a big stand-up show, doesn't want to tell a particular story for right, this, right? Absolutely, because they're working on it for their stand-up show. But until you're at that level, feel free to be like <laughs> workshopping everything right in front of people. Yeah. You know, I mean. Risk itself is has a very similar ethos to what the state had. Like the state didn't have workshops or or education in comedy. Mm. We just had our instincts and our history of watching Python and SNL and, and right. Sesame Street and stuff like that. Um, so I would say just do it. Just do it as much as you can and getting it out there in front of other people, whether it's by showing up live at, you know, actual shows or putting stuff out there on the internet or whatever, but trying to be pretty regular about just putting stuff out there somehow. Yeah. And if you've stayed this long, news about the 2018 Philly Sketch Fest will be coming shortly. It's the 10th anniversary and the 10th edition, and it's going to be a blast. My first sketch is a Philly Sketch Fest production. You can find out more information at phillysketchfest.com or on Twitter at phlsketchfest. Also, for more information about comedy in Philly, head to woodercooler.com. The music on this episode is by the band Nono, which you can check out at nonoband.bandcamp.com. You can like my first sketch on Facebook. This is Josh Hyam. Thanks for listening. Now go see some comedy. <laughs>